So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hey everybody, Derek here from Gamer Heroes, episode 29, part of the Heroes Podcast Network. I am one of your regular hosts, and I've got my buddy John with me. And I am your second regular host. Hello, welcome back. How you doing, buddy? Thanks for for tuning in again. (laughs) How is day 18 with no internet? Um, (laughs) I watched the animals wither as we all started to cannibalize and eat each other. I'm just kidding. It's not like that. But it, it is it is crappy, and I just want to say, guys, I've been waiting 18 days for, for internet from Google Fiber, the amazing Google Fiber, and uh, they literally can't give me a time frame because they subcontract, and they can't, can't I don't make buy that, it happen. Like, I have Time Warner, um, who is but, Spectrum but Time now, Warner, and, uh, they, but that's the thing, that they, they have contractors, too. And they actually give you a date. They give you windows, and they give you tight windows, too. An hour. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate that. And I know this the speeds, you can't get the gigabit, you know, right. fiber uh, internet, but I do have internet, which I think is the first step. It's the first bonus, so. Because you can do a lot, yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been a little tense in, in the uh, household, but. <laughs> so, yeah, so things sound different yet again. This is we're, we're, We've had to do some different locations and stuff because, uh. First, John has no internet, so we can't do our normal online recordings. And then my studio has flooded for the second time in a month, uh, thanks to two wonderful storms that slammed Kansas City. And so we are uh, recording in my kitchen, because that's the best we can do right now. (laughs) Record-breaking. No, it's... Seriously, this, this, this second yeah. storm... So the, the first storm was a record. I live by a creek, and it was a record for that creek. It was 18-some feet, uh, whatever it was. This storm was 10 feet more than that record. Right. So it was much worse this time around, and so I'm still cleaning stuff up, and it's going to be a little while. So we're going to do uh, we're gonna do it here, so I hope uh, sounds okay. And uh, today we're actually going to just be covering some various news topics that broke. Last week we interviewed the CEO, Z of Serenity Forge, which is an indie game developer and publisher out of Colorado. So you should check that out. Excellent, um, great podcast. If you guys want to, you should go back and listen to it. It was a good one. It was a very good one. And yeah. if you're talking about inspiration or you need someone to uplift, you need some <laughs> uplifting uh, in these troubled times, this this guy really motivated me. So Absolutely. It's a very good speaker. So let, let's kick things off. John, let's kick things off with Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch has announced a, another map, and it happens to be one of my favorite characters, is Junkrat. No, I'm not, you know, playing Junkrat like most people do, so don't sit there and berate me for being Junkrat. I mean, I, mean, I could give you a hard time. I hate playing the Junkrat who sits behind stuff and That's just not what I grenades. do. You've played with me. It's I not have, what I, I do. Have, I know. Anyway, I play the defensive way you're supposed to. It's a, it's called Junker Town. It's going to take place in Australia. Um, I imagine it's going to look. Um, they gave us a little bit of a uh, a video, kind of an overview of what what it's going to look like. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a junkyard, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Which is pretty cool. But I think there's going to be some really cool um, hidden places and and things to to really discover in this map. So. Uh, that's very exciting. It's very colorful for it being a junkyard, though. I mean, they have some really fun colors, lots of yellow that pops on certain things. Not really, things. though. It's, it's no? actually three standard colors. It's red, orange, yellow, and, or four, and brown. Like, yeah, the, with, yeah. Which, you're right. I know what you're saying. Like, they do pop, but they've stu- actually stuck to a more dull palette this time around, To be, in my opinion, at least. To limiting it to four colors, but I guess how many colors are in a junkyard? I mean, yeah. it looks really cool though. You know, like I, even right now, I'm just scrolling through some of the pictures, and it, it looks like a really fun place. And they're really playing up that it's it's not just junkrat; it's also roadhog. Uh, 
you know, the, our two buddies and, uh, you know, th- their characters, their base skins right. really fit in to oh, this yeah. big time. So I wonder, you know, kind of how those characters will be viewed and if people will want to go back to the original skins a little bit more um, to kind of match that episode, that that map. Of course, you can't pick the map. You know, how many people actually do um, go back who swap skins? I really don't swap that much. You I don't? really just go from new to new. I never go back. Huh, no, I swap from time to time. It depends on the time of year, you know. Um, I'll swap between different stuff. You just kind of see what's new, things like that. The summer event is still going on, by the way, on Overwatch. So If I ever get internet, I will... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, apparently, people in Germany can be playing this week on this new map here in the PTR. Oh, nice. So, okay. Um, uh, it's not confirmed as to when we will get it in the States here, but uh, I imagine... Well, so- that was for game. that was for Gamescom. That's that's the only place it was that it was playable this oh. past this past week was in Gamescom. Well, that makes sense. Then. Yeah, yeah. So it, it'll hit the PTR, and then of course it'll hit the. <laughs> sorry about the the dog in the background, guys. She is not thrilled about being in another room at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I promise you, she is well treated. She is just uh, her feelings are hurt that someone, she is not have, part of the group. We have paid someone back there to hit her and no, pony her joke every about time. That. She <laughs> she is my little girl, and I love Luna to death, and um, she just doesn't like. Not being part of the party, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So it, uh, Junk Junker Town will of course hit the servers relatively soon. I would imagine um, you can check out the short Overwatch has it up on their um, their YouTube. You can check out. It's called Junker Town: The Plan. Yep, and it's an escort map for those wondering. Right. Um, which uh, I like. I like the the payload maps. I think those are a lot of fun. Um, you know, from a at least from a defensive standpoint, I like being defense. On, on payload maps. So. I agree. It's, it, for me, the, uh, it's, it's not so much that it's easier. It's definitely harder to penetrate, right? To try to get in there and, and capture the point. But I feel like it's a little more technical on the defensive aspect. It can be. It, which is why, because, you know, offensively, you, everyone shoot at the same time, rush at the same time, <laughs> like, but defensively, you've got to counter those measures. So I, I think I totally agree with you playing in defensive. There's a lot of outdoors, though, so I, I'm looking forward to playing as Farah on this map and kind of seeing where she can go that might give her some unique line of sight for her rocket launchers. But that's, you know... That's you. You that's are just the four me. people that play Farah. I like Farah. All right, <laughs> fine. Well, so that's that, then. Um, I do want to talk for a minute about Age of Empires. So, for those who don't know, Age of Empires is a old... RTS franchise that's been around for a long, long time. We've had three games, though Age of Empires 2 has even had several expansions in least recent years, uh, including an HD edition that came out on Steam recently, uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, even new expansions for that, which uh, which are great. I mean, the game is still great. So do you compare that to, like, Civilization or something? Well, Civ is turn-based. So Civ, gotcha. so Civ is a turn-based strategy game. Age of Empires, Rise of Nations, StarCraft, those are real-time strategy games. Um, and so you know, the difference being that uh, in Civ, you, you make a bunch of actions and then you end your turn and then right. everybody else does their stuff and, has, and it goes in order. right? So you have to kind of think about, well, if I do this, are they going to do what I think they're going like to do? Chess. A little bit situation. more. Yeah. Versus an RTS like Age of Empires is a little more... Um, you can react a little bit better. You know, you can act and react all at the same time because things are moving. I can have certain troops moving on the left at the same time that I'm defending on the right. And, you know, you can... I, so I, I prefer real-time strategy games. Uh, my personal favorite is Age of Mythology, where you get to do... Uh, you get to play as you know, uh, old mythological societies like the, the uh, ancient Egyptians and the ancient Greeks, and you actually have god powers, and you get mystical creatures and stuff like the That's phoenix cool. and scorpi- giant scorpions and... That's different things. Cool. Um, it's a great, uh, yeah, that's a really fun one. And I thought the graphics for that game were way ahead of its time. However, there has been talk about how they're going to be doing a remastering of the original Age of Empires, the first one. Uh, which, you know, if, you, if you've ever played the original Age of Empires, the graphics are very dated at this point. It was an early RTS, um, but a good sound game mechanically. It just it doesn't look good anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's getting a full redo remaster in much the same vein that Blizzard did for StarCraft recently. That's cool. This summer. Um, but on top of that, we already knew that. That was already announced. It's coming out this October. I'm stoked. However, we got more. It turns out that 
not only are they remastering the first game, they're also going to remaster 2 and 3. And they've officially announced Age of Empires 4. It has been 12 years. So it has been an a it's been a, it's been a long time. It's okay. been a long It's time. been a long long time. Okay. Um, so you so you're not only are they re, So I want to talk about this for a second. Sure, sure. So remasters are good. Sure, yeah. Reboots are bad in the game well, world, in the movie world, in the you know how that's those two things are two really big different things. However, in the gaming world, I'm okay with the remaster. I mean, so they don't, do you they don't think really that's do. just a cash cow? Just hey, we're going to remaster this just so we can get an extra, squeeze a few extra dollars no, out of it. I think it's a compatibility issue because I think with a lot of older games, you have a hard time running them on modern machines. Like, you, sure, you can go buy Roller Coaster Tycoon and Age of Empires on Steam, but running them on a modern computer, while it can be done, is kind of a pain in the ass because you're going to play in a small window because the graphics were meant for you know 800 by 600 and, and things like that. But why would you want to play? A game, so like when you remaster a game, we're talking full overhaul, right? Well, usually, I mean, a good remaster like StarCraft doesn't change the mechanics at all. You can play with the new StarCraft remastered. If I had the original StarCraft, which is free now, by the way, if you want to just get yeah, the original version. Yeah, I just version. saw they released that. So if you picked up the free version of the original and I bought the remastered, we could still play with each other. It's the same game. The difference is, is that it's HD compatible now. So I could play it full screen on a modern computer on a modern monitor. But the graphics are exactly the same. No, they're, they're high definition. Well, they've been they're remastered graphics, so it's it's all new sprites, it's all new colors, and things. What I like mean that. though is textures are textures, right? But they've been completely remade. Okay, so in your opinion, it is not a gimmicky thing to to remaster and say, well, can, we're going to sell all those individually. It can be. It depends on how much time has gone by and if there's a good reason to do it, like. Um, you know, a good example is recently the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Right. Right. They did the remaster trilogy. The that would be more great. To me, would be more. Yeah. Yeah. It's a straight remaster, though. Yeah, that's a straight three remaster. Games, right. Yeah. StarCraft is the same way, and these Age of Empires one, two, and three remasters are the same way. It's the original game. So if you're a fan of that game, if you liked that game, or you always wanted to try it, but it's kind of hard to get now, um, or get it running on your computer, now you'll be able to play it like a normal modern game on your modern computer. Without any issues, no complication, no compatibility problems, um, and they're not usually very expensive. They're usually pretty cheap. I think the remastered StarCraft is like fifteen bucks or something like that, if I remember right. Like these are not—they're not trying to pull in a huge amount of money. It's more of just look. We know we have these games that have these huge fan bases. Let's make them new again and modern, so people can really enjoy what they are. So that's kind of like <clears throat> the reason I walk this line. If you guys are listening, I'm, I'm fishing. Is Street like Fighter Street Fighter Ultra did this too? Did the same thing essentially, except it was considered gimmicky, and it was considered you mean for the Switch. Yeah, I think it was the first person mode that was considered gimmicky. Yeah, but it's like we updated the graphics, but we still have a mode where you can play with the shitty graphics. Like, but that's, I don't think so, that's what was gimmicky for people. I really think it was the first person mode. I think, and people, they were trying to make money because they upped the price a lot. Well, it's a little complicated for the Switch, though, because you're, you're developing for a brand new platform, a game that is going to be you know played with different kinds of controllers, right? And there's the physical release issue of cartridges being an expense that they have to actually cover. Whereas a digital game for PC, everyone's using a keyboard and a mouse. You can do key binds however the hell you want, and you're probably going to buy it on Steam, right? It's a much more universal concept in the, in the PC gaming world from that standpoint, Um and I don't think, I think if Ultra Street Fighter 2, I think if that had released on Switch at, you know, 30 bucks with no first person mode, nobody would have called it gimmicky at all. But I think the fact that it had this weird first person mode, that in itself was considered gimmicky because it leveraged the motion controls of the Switch, and it's a mode that's really not what Street Fighter is intended to be. I mean, Street Fighter has always been a side-scrolling fighter, you know? Right. It's not even a three-dimensional fighter um, or anything like that. So a first-person mode kind of goes against the spirit of what Street Fighter is, and I think that's what people found gimmicky. I don't think that taking a game that has a large fan base and bringing it to a new generation is bad, but keep in mind, like, Street Fighter's a bit on the extreme end because they've had how many releases of Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 4, and right. but that's different, right? Obviously, yeah. yeah, you can remaster a game and re-release it too many times, 
<laughs> but, you know, a game that's 12 years old, that's still getting um, expansions because people still love it 12 years later, that game deserves an HD remaster for people. Because people like me, who truly love it, would love to be able to see it better on my modern computers. So you will be getting... There, you're going to probably get the new one, and you're probably going to get one of the old ones or all of them. Well, I'll get Age of Empires 2 remastered because that's my favorite of the trilogy gotcha. that's out right now. That's one of my favorite games of all time. So I will absolutely be getting that, no questions asked. Uh, Age of Empires 4, you know, I'm really excited that they're bringing the franchise back, and the, the, the teaser trailer doesn't really show you much, but I'm excited about it. I'm going to have to wait and see. It looks cool. I, I, I've never played it, but it looks really cool. Well, okay, we need a remedy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, like, Age of Empires 3, I didn't think, captured the same magic as 2. And 2 was a great expansion on 1. I mean, 1 was a really great start. It had some really cool mechanics, and then 2 really blew that out of the water and expanded on it, right? But when 3 came out, Rise of Nations was a much more sophisticated game where you could go all the way up through modern times and get airplanes and cars and nukes and all That's that kind so of stuff. Cool. Uh, and had some different types of abilities, like, for example, uh, the Russians... Had it if where their territory was. If you were in their territory, they ha- your your troops had attrition and just died. You would just lose lose troops over time because that was just one of those that 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 culture's ability. Um, and I like that kind of stuff. That's really neat. Now, Age of Empires three has cultural abilities too, but um, it was just a combination. So I, I'm hoping that four recaptures the magic. So I'm definitely going to give it a shot. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I will absolutely buy Age of Empires two remastered, no question. Like. I would buy it now if it was out now. I love that game. So Good, good. Well, everybody, when, when can we catch those? When are they releasing them? There's no dates for the remasters of 1 or 3, and there is no date for 4. Um, but we do expect to have the remastered of Age of Empires 2 in uh, October, October 19th. Okay. October cool. 19th. Well, if you guys are interested in playing that or looking, looking into it further... Pick it up around that time. It's cool. I mean, I mean, we're, the other thing too is like you have to keep in mind it's not just graphics; it's also audio, right? So this is going to oh, have yeah. an HD soundtrack, not like a MIDI, you know, <laughs> a sound blaster card right. sound, you know, soundtrack, right? This is a legit 4K compatible soundtrack. That's amazing, you know. So this is really designed for the gaming of 2017 and beyond, and um, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm really stoked. Overall for that. experience. Oh, you know, I just had like a total. I'm an idiot. Everyone's like listening and like shouting right now, and I just got it stuck in my head. It's the original game that's getting the remastered. It's two and three that don't have the dates yet. Gotcha. The first one, Age of Age of Empires, no number, uh, remastered edition. They're calling it the definitive edition. That comes out October 19th. I got in my head about it because there is a uh, there's an HD of two on Steam right now, and I have that. But that's not the definitive edition that they're talking it's about. It's not an actual it, real remaster, right? In my yeah, it's it's more it's a, it's a, more of like a sidestep. See, that to and me is I, like I mixed no. myself up. So sorry about that. Anybody who was fact checking me there, I, I caught myself. So. <laughs> Don't forget to leave us a comment and berate uh, Derek all you want. <laughs> I, I feel like an idiot. I, I can't. No, that's fine. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm sorry. So the original one remastered October 19th. The other ones, we don't have any dates yet. I mean, that teaser trailer for 4 didn't even show any gameplay stuff or screens. So I would imagine we're a ways off, maybe a year. Maybe more. So I have that, a year. But. Well, yeah. So you'll have a year before you get to play your favorite one. Well, I don't know. I mean, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, like we, like I said, we don't have a date. Yeah. Depending on what kind of resources they're putting on this, maybe it's going to be spring, perhaps, fall, who knows. Perhaps it relies on the... The sales of the first one. I hope not, because, because they're very different yeah, fan bases. But the so. thing is, is when you weigh production and cost yeah. versus like what are we're putting all of this into it? Do people want this? So that's the kind of thing. Well, I think that's why I got myself confused. Because if I was going to do this, I would have started with two because two already has a massive following on Steam, and there's been expansion packs released for that game. I think 2015. But um, I think they're doing. They started with order. the first yeah, one because they, I understand. they have plans to do the others, but... it's I know, and other franchises have done that too, but it's a little bit different. Like with Halo, the first Halo was groundbreaking. And Halo 2, while it brought on dual wielding and online Yeah, it's my favorite one. You, you argue me, with me to this day. is not as good. <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, alright, so let's move on. 
Yes. Enough of Age of Empires. No more Age of Empires. Uh, We've been on this topic for an age. Let's move on. Wah, wah. All right, all right. So then next up, why don't you tell us about what's happening with Injustice? It's it's really quick and simple. Everyone had, had thought uh, a character, a comic book character specifically, would be released in this new uh, fire pack, too, that is. Um, people were, were saying Spawn, and personally, I would have loved to see Spawn, because Spawn is one of my favorites, but, uh, not too far off, they're gonna be releasing Hellboy. That's so weird. No, it's awesome. Look, I love Hellboy, so this is not anything about the character, it's the fact that Injustice 2 is a DC game, and there are so many DC characters who have yet to show their faces, Right? why are you picking non-DC... See, but he's not even owned by DC. I, I know. He's so. an Im- well, he's an image, and so is Spawn. But, uh, <laughs> but like, it's so weird. Like, it's just, like, can you guys just if you guys can make Man Thing or excuse me, Swamp Thing come alive? Why can't we have uh, Martian Manhunter? Well, <laughs> be so he's in the background <laughs> of the first of, one of, of the first game. Instead, yeah, no, whatever, we get so. Scorpion as a downloadable. He played your other game. I want a different character. <laughs> I understand that a little bit more because it's the same company and they they want to do some cross promotion. Yes. But like Hellboy and, and and okay, they also did basically confirm that Spawn will be coming later. Yeah, and, and like then that's fine. It's nothing against those characters. In fact, they're two of my favorite sci fi slash fantasy characters Spawn out there. Spawn would make a lot of sense. But they're not DC characters. No. And this isn't a Super Smash Brothers game where you can just throw whoever you want against a wall and all of a sudden Metal Gear uh, or um, Solid Snake, Snake is, Metal Gear, is fighting yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog with Pikachu. Like it's you know, that, that's not what this is. Injustice has a story around it. It is a DC story, and these are not DC characters. So it's a little weird that they're doing that. Um, well, I, I, I think it's a it's very. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, um, guys. This will be dropped here on probably on sale. Well, probably will September twelfth. So, so it's right around the corner. Yeah. So I mean, you have some time to think about it, but it's much better than what we got in the the other game where uh, Injustice, the first one, where it's just like we're going to give you Jason, we're going to give you Freddy, we're going to give you all these random people. Like those are properties that's not owned by. Um, Nether Realms or yeah. owned by DC. I didn't really care for that either, though. <laughs> I mean, but, I don't know. It's, so, here's a question. I mean, they haven't announced a price. I haven't seen a price anywhere for what this Spider Pack is going to cost. So, it's going to come not just with Hellboy, it's going to come with um, uh, Raiden. Yeah. And uh, Dark Man or uh, Manta. Yeah. Black Manta. Black Manta. Which is. That's a, a DC, DC character. character. <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. there we go. We have an Aquaman villain. Which is cool because so. he's actually a really cool under like under the radar character that a lot, a lot of people a lot of, don't know about. I'm very excited to see him. He was really cool in Young Justice. Yeah, uh, he was awesome. If, if you haven't seen Young Justice. And his son is uh, Aqualad, yeah. which is pretty tight. That's awesome. It's a yeah. great story arc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's those three characters. So it's weird. So you've got... You do have one DC character of the three. You got another Mortal Kombat character. But I like Raiden better than Scorpion. Sure. I mean, that's fine. Well, like, when the first pack, you guys get Sub-Zero. You get Sub-Zero again. Thank you. We've played Sub-Zero a million times. (laughs) Raiden's a little more obscure, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. I I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. But uh, I, I just think it's a weird... It's a weird combination. They're throwing some weird stuff in there. And you're right. It's hoping hoping that they stick. I just, I guess, I'm not really sure about like what the tie-in is for here with Hellboy. Like, what's the goal? Is there some is there some survey somewhere that says that DC fans really love Hellboy as well, or <laughs> he ranks higher you among take DC that fans? Survey? And, you know, I don't know. It just it just seems like a weird thing for me. I think, like you said, they are throwing ideas against the wall and hoping some of them stick because. I mean, Spawn's not owned, but I would love to play Spawn. I would love for there to be a current-gen HD Spawn video game, because there was a really cool Spawn game for the original Xbox. Yes, there was. It was really good. It was great. Um, speaking of which, uh, this is movie news, but the the script is made. McFarlane is working on getting the funds. The movie is going to be made next year. The, a new Spawn. A new Spawn. Yeah. Made it are gritty. Real story. Just bring Michael J. White back. I mean, he was He was great. amazing as Al Simmons. 
We're not here to talk about movies, All right. but Jamie Foxx will do it just as well, too. Who? Jamie Foxx has already said he wants to play it. Oh, 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 oh. He I, didn't, do it well. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Foxx is obviously a very, very good actor. What He's an Academy at, Award winner. Oh, you know, absolutely. So. What I'm getting at is, I think we're going to see a lot more Spawn action yeah. come up in video okay. games. There will probably be a video game spinoff off of the movie. We're going to get this downloadable character... There will, there will probably be some other Spawn stuff. Okay. So. All right. What else we got in the news today? Um, well, I'm going to save the, the my, my rant. His rant for, for the end? For, for the end, for anybody who wants to skip it. So we'll, we're, let's, let's go talk about Scorpio for a minute. Um, so the Xbox One X went on pre-order this, like this past Project weekend. Project Bormio. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're starting with what they're calling the Project Scorpio Edition, which I'm assuming is just the first wave because it's, there's no different specs, there's no different price, it just has a slightly different box that's got some green on it, it says Project Scorpio, there's some text on the controller. So um, cool. Yeah, well there's a huge kind of fan cult following for Scorpio, and that's fine, that, that's fine. Um, but uh, still available if you want to pre-order it, as far as I know as of today, and today is... Uh, August twenty third, and there was there were still pre orders. Because yeah, they don't have issues with um, uh, with supply and demand like Nintendo. Well, first off, first off, first <laughs> off, let's we'll get to that. But we we don't we don't know yet two things: one, how many they made or plan to make by the release date, or how many pre orders have already happened. We we don't know those numbers, right? So, did they make five million of them? Did they make ten million of them? I would think that would be insane because the market for this has got to be really, really tiny. Small, small. Exactly. I was going right? to say the pre-order number is probably not very high. Right. I would be shocked if this number came anywhere close to the Switch's release in March because the market, I think, for this is much more niche. And it's not an insult on what it is. It's more of just if you have an Xbox One already, why are you upgrading? And if you don't have an Xbox One, why are you paying the premium exactly. price? Right? And we've talked about that before on some other episodes, so you can go back and listen to those if you want. I'm not going to go into a ton of detail now. Um, but uh, they did release a list of all of what they're cons- they're calling like the enhanced games or the optimized games. How many are we on this list? About 100, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little more than 100. I mean, there's some good stuff on here. Um, you know, so... Some aren't even out yet, <laughs> you know, like like Anthem, for example, or um, some some are out. Like uh, Ark is on the list, and uh, Dead Rising Four is, is is on the list. We've got uh, you know, FIFA eighteen, which is not too cool. shocking. Yeah, Fallout cool. Four, uh, of course, Halo Five, uh, Injustice Two, actually, to kind of bring us back. That's on the list. Um, there's a lot of good stuff on here. Uh, a lot of really good games, big games that you know I think a lot of people are going to be excited to play anyway. So that's good news that there should be a lot out there for you. Um, Resident Evil 7's on the list. Even small stuff like Rhyme is is on the list. More indie focused stuff, which is good. Super Hot, which so if you haven't played Super Hot, Super Hot's kind of a weird game. Um, it's all done in incredibly basic colors. Everything is basically white or gray with black lines, and uh, the bad guys are red, and it's all kind of polygon shapes. Right. Time basically moves only when you move, though it is technically still going when you stand still. And so each level is more of like a puzzle to get through it without, first, well, A, killing the bad guys, and B, not getting killed yourself. So I'm not really sure why it would even need to be optimized, um, unless maybe it's going to 60 frames per second. I don't know about that, but yeah, because I want to play my platformer in 60 game- frames per second. <laughs> it's not. It's not a platformer. It's oh. a. It's a 3D. It's a 3D game. Gotcha. Um, it's a. It's a. It's more of just and it's, it's first person. So it's, like, it's basically a first person shooter puzzle. Is really what it is, um, which is kind of which makes it a very unique game. I'm just not sure. That it would look any different in 4K is is my point. That's inflation. You know? They're, it's, they're it's inflating like, their list. Well, it's, it's a little. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit because, like, also on this is like you know, Skyrim is on here, and The Witcher Three, and Titanfall, big titles, Titanfall yeah. Two. Yeah. Like, these are big graphic intensive games that you could see obviously a, a better experience with 60 frames per second or 4K resolution. Um, a game like Super Hot, I mean, it's fine. Developers want to do that; good for them. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just not sure what you know that you'll get a whole lot out of it. So, you know, that's happening. It's a long, long list. There's a lot of good games out there for it. Um, again, you know, you can go out, you can pre-order it now. It's it's available. They talk all about it. Um, you can kind of you know their their website you know, gives you all the information you need. 
And uh, it's still available, unlike other things that went on pre-order recently. So um, you can pre-order. It's about $4.99.99 USD. comes out November 7th. Uh, I, I do want, if you pre-order this console, hit us up, contact at heroespodcast.com, at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter. I want to know why. I really do, honestly. And I don't, I don't mean to argue. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't mean to judge. I, I don't understand the market for this particular console. I really don't. And it's not one of those things where like, it's not for me. Like PSVR, is just not for me. I get it. It's VR. That's really cool. And I understand it. I, I'm not ready to spend the money. It's a personal it's, thing. The price is not there for me yet. This is different. I have an Xbox One S, which is the white one that's got the 4K Blu-ray player and the one terabyte drive in it. I upgraded from my day one edition, Xbox One. I had a 360 and an OG Xbox. I've got a PS4. I've got a Switch. I, got, I, I do my best to, to keep up with the stuff and get it all. And I understand it. Someone needs to sit down with me and tell me <laughs> why they are buying this console. Explain it to us. We, we both want to know. I second that. So, so I got to know. Me. I got to know. If, even if it's as simple as, I have a 4K TV. Great. Or even as simple as, look, I make a ton of money and I don't really you know, have much to spend it on, so I just felt like upgrading and wanted the new hardware. Cool. That's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, like I said, I'm not judging anybody. I just i am missing a step. I feel like I don't get it. So Right. Fair enough. Um, all right. So before we go to what I want to rant about, do you want to kind of tell people what's going on with Rocket League? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. They're going to give us some pretty damn cool skins. So for for the Switch, particularly. Uh, we're looking at basically like Super Mario Brother cars. <laughs> How do I describe <laughs> it? As, like they get the skin of... The Mario Brothers. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah, they, I mean, they've got the Mario NSR and the Luigi NSR. Thank you. And, I couldn't. I couldn't get it out. Um, yeah, I mean, and Sam's, a Metroid one. Which yeah, is Samus cool. is getting a gunship, uh, which makes sense. But they're just uh, Switch exclusive skins. So I mean, I mean, they look really cool. They do I mean, look they, really cool. They really do. <laughs> like it's it's really funny. Like, I, um, so I've never played Rocket League. Have you? No, no. That's why when when it does come out on Switch, I'm actually really pumped about playing. Yeah. it for the okay. first time. So I haven't either. And yeah, I'm gonna pick it up for Switch. I'm really stoked. But what? this actually gets me even a little more excited. Yeah, about that's it. what I was saying. Like uh the Mario Brothers skins are pretty cool. The the Samus one, she gets some pretty damn cool uh perks. So I was looking at the perks, like you get some kind of unique call uh new unique boost called uh Wave Beam. Okay. So okay. I know everybody I, know, I know there are specific attributes, so I'm I am kinda of wondering what Mario and Luigi get. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. They look really neat. Um, there's some great photos out there that you can kind of see what, what they look like, um, at least from like an art perspective. Um, but, you know, the, the Mario and Luigi are pretty straightforward, right? It's blue and red and blue and green, and they've right. got the M and the L on them and, and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, if you look at that, there's no way to think it's anything but Mario and Luigi cars. The Samus one is like just beautiful. It's this beautiful gold race car. It kind of looks like a Ford GT. Right, um, right. But in like all gold, and so that just looks really cool. Um, so that's a fun crossover. I think that's a fun kind of platform exclusive thing because it's a Nintendo thing, and you probably only care about it if you have it on Nintendo. And well, well it, so, it, when, since it's cross-play, it's going to be cool to be like, oh, there's a Nintendo player. Right, yeah, you can kind of call it player. out that way. Yeah. yeah. So like, what I urge, if this works out well and people are happy with it, and if this already exists, like I said, I haven't played the game, so I'm sorry, so let me know. But I think it would be cool if on Xbox you could get like a Warthog from yeah, Halo yeah. or something like that. I think and, that and, would and be And we're really all cool. kind of distinguishing like, oh, who's playing on what system? I yeah. wonder if it'll say that actually in like the server. I don't know. I mean, we, we could discuss PlayStation, but they don't want to do crossplay no. with everybody. So <laughs> they're the weird ones this time, which, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I, mean, I think that would be really cool. Well, speaking of Sony, uh, <laughs> Sony recently, it's just funny. It's not, it's not crazy news, but Sony got hacked and the people that hacked them are, are a group called One Mind and they told Sony in the comments on their website, we've hacked you. We've gathered information. They, they didn't say those exact words, but they say we, we gathered information and infiltrated your firewalls. 
And they said it four times over the course of three days. And suddenly, finally responded and took them serious. Of course, it's a ploy for that company, One Mind. What they do is they'll take giant corporations, publicize that they've hacked um, the corporation, and hope that the corporation will hire them to beef up their security. Right. And that is kind of a new thing to these days where you hire hackers because who knows it better. It's just funny that Sony would did not take it serious for a while and they posted in the comments, like in the customer service comments and live chat, like, we've we've got information. We, we took it from you guys. I mean, because the truth is I'm sure people lie about that kind of stuff all the yeah. time. And the question is, you know, how do you weed out the legit hackers who really did hack you and the ones who are just looking for a quick payday hoping that, you know, maybe, you'll, you know, they'll pay you to keep your mouth shut and you didn't actually do anything. No, so. they, apparently this is uh, – they are big legitimate. They have a special website and uh, this is something they do quite often. But either way, just – just when we all thought that Sony was impenetrable after the one really big hack, nah, we're nobody not. <laughs> is. I mean, in 2017, nobody is. This this is the future of of kind of that type of warfare. Is it's it's going to be hacking? That's what people are going to do. Because now there was an article I was reading. Uh, data is now the most valuable thing on earth. It's yeah. no longer oil. It's not diamonds or gold. It's data because data tells you everything. You get. Names, addresses, demographics, geographic locations. Right. You can get, you know, I, just identifications. You can steal someone's identity and credit cards and all that kind you of stuff. Like easily. That's the that's the the real value today is that data because even if you mean to use it in legitimate ways, you're still using it to focus your market and focus your demographics and figure out who you should market to and who you shouldn't and. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't like when like the ads do tracking and stuff like that. But I'm one of those people who, if you're gonna see ads, and let's face it, you're gonna let see let it be ads, the ones I want to see, right? Yeah. Like, let me you know, don't keep showing me the same commercial for the latest smartphone if I just bought that smartphone and I don't want to buy right. it a second time, right? Right. You know, um, if I just bought this video game on Amazon, don't show me another ad for that game on Amazon. I just bought it. I don't need it anymore. Show me something else. <laughs> right. Um, but it's a good point. You know? Yeah. But scary times. Yeah, man. That's crazy. It's totally it's crazy. I market, mean, marketing and HBO was hacked and, you know, they stole game of Thrones. How and, many times do this game of Thrones episodes get leaked? Like I almost last say time it was their own company. They, uh, HBO Spain. Leaked an episode it's a couple just, days early. That, I, that was a, you know. I know. I just keep seeing this. It's like, oh, I've watched the missing episode, the leaked episode. Like, oh, okay, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> it's like, how many, these guys must, must have a really big leak. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess so. Seriously, it needs to be plugged. But let's talk about markets and inflation and creating your own supply and demand no. here. No, so that's not, okay. So <laughs> here, here's where it's going to get a little. It's a topic he's been waiting all day to talk ranty. about. So yesterday, because we're recording this on Wednesday, uh, August 23rd, yesterday, the Super Nintendo Classic, the SNES Classic, went on pre-order, and it was a shit show. Um, first batch went on pre-order through Amazon at about 2 in the morning, one thirty Eastern Let me ask time. You Have you ever gotten an Amazon notification? For any of those pre-orders that are popular, I think I did. Not for, one in my life. I think I did for Fallout Four. I think that's Fallout a game. 4 I did. But I'm talking like the Switch. Never no. even saw it. Yeah. So, and we're going to talk about why I think that is. But um, so about 1:30 a.m. Eastern Time, Amazon, without notice, put up their pre-orders of the SNES Classic or the SNES Classic, as some people are calling it. Um, and then a few hours later, at I think 4 or 5 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, Best Buy did theirs. Keeping in mind that both companies sold out in a matter of minutes. Later in the day at noon is when uh, Target, Walmart, and GameStop were supposed to put all of theirs up for pre-order. And those were all sold out within maybe minutes as well. And um, Toys R Us announced that they are not doing pre-orders. You're going to have to physically go to the store and wait in line like it's 2002 uh, or 2008 and <laughs> or something. It's the only way they you can know. get people if in the there. the Wii is coming out and you're going to have to wait in line like it's I It's the only way they can get people in their uh, store anymore. I mean, it might be. No, I'm serious. Yeah, really I went to Toys R Us weeks ago. 
It's I go dead. From t- I go it's, from time to time. It's, it's dead. They've got some <laughs> cool stuff. But uh, anyway, so um, I, the re- I'm mad for two really big reasons here. So the first one I want to focus on is GameStop and ThinkGeek. They are one company now. Uh, they they uh, GameStop bought ThinkGeek. It's one company, which is why you've seen ThinkGeek stuff in GameStop stores and why while GameStop.com was down yesterday, they had a link taking you to ThinkGeek because they are one company now. So I'm lumping them together and I am pissed off at this at the at this company. So this is not the first time that they did this. They've done it twice before that I'm aware of with the Switch and with the NES Classic. They basically hold a chunk of their inventory and I'm using the word chunk because it's thousands of of units. items, units, yeah. thank you. And they hold them for these bundles. Right. Okay? Now, GameStop had only available through their mobile app, mind you, not their website, some SNES Classic bundles that included, let's see, uh, for, so it's a $79.99 console. So for $99.99, you got the console and a book that's kind of like the history of all the games. For $119.99, you got that plus this third-party blue controller. And there were a couple more that went up in price. They went up to about 165, I think, is what the top one was there. Talk about raking, though. What's terrible is because the system was shot to shit because a million people were trying to buy stuff on there and it was the app only and the servers weren't working, no images were available to load on this. So it just said, like, it would just say Super NES Classic Bundle Blue Controller. Whatever the fuck that meant. And, you know, um, Red Controller was another one. Uh, wireless, because there are some wireless. All third-party. Those are third-party controllers. They're not Nintendo controllers. So, all right, fine. I was willing to buy the first two, the the $100 one and the 120 one, because I really want to play Star Fox 2 and Final Fantasy 6 and Earthbound. I really want to play these games. And Star Fox 2, as you guys know, there is no other legitimate way to play it. Right. There's actually no way to currently play the, re- the actual released finished version. You're playing a beta version if you torrent it. Right. Play a ROM somewhere. Um, it's a collector's piece. It really and is. And so I, I wanted to play that game. I really wanted to play that game. I'm a huge Star Fox fan. So I tried really hard. I missed the Amazon and Best Buys because, well, first off, I wasn't, uh, they didn't announce it and I wasn't prepared in the middle of the night, even though I was awake cleaning up a flood. <laughs> um, but I was there at my computer at noon when that stuff was supposed to go on sale and I refreshed like crazy and I ended up with it in my cart at Target.com multiple times and every time it would error out in the processing until there was nothing left in their inventory. Same thing happened with the GameStop app when I tried to purchase the first two level bundles that they had there. It never would, it would let me add it. Uh, it would never load the cart even though it kept saying that they were in stock and I got really pissed. Walmart notified me that it was in stock. I clicked the link. They were out of stock um, and it made me really mad. And then ThinkGeek shows up with their bundles when the GameStop website was down. Now, if you thought that GameStop's mobile app bundles were bullshit, and they kind of were, ThinkGeeks are worse. ThinkGeek had uh, seven bundles yeah. for the SNES Classic, starting at as low as one thirty nine ninety nine going all the way up to $329.99. What? Are you serious? The bottom level one came with the SNES, the Tetris lamp, uh, which was uh, various light-up Tetris pieces you can put together, and then a uh, super, a original Nintendo flask. So they're basically bun- bundling their shit with it. They're bundling their toys and accessories that either A, don't sell very well, or exactly. B, have a huge margin right. compared to the SNES So you classic. have to buy the bullshit if you want the system. Now, a friend of mine did buy a Switch bundle through through ThinkGeek that came with a Link statue from Breath of the Wild. It was all at retail price, and I'm going to buy the statue off of her at retail price, and that'll be fine. That worked out. But I'm still not happy that they're doing this. I mean, they've got one that's got a Ryu statue from Street Fighter. It's a $200 bundle. The $329.99 one is a Breath of the Wild canvas. Now, this is an $80 console, so you're spending $330. That means it's a $250 canvas of Breath of the Wild. Holy crap. And some of this stuff is crap. I mean, you know, you've got, uh, let's see, they're, they're the $155 option comes with a, uh, a mug that is the, um, the question block, question mark block from yeah, Super Mario. Super Mario yeah. uh, you've got a plush uh, uh, mushroom. So that mug is a $50 mug? Derek? You know, like, it's just crazy. That's a $50 mug. 
the the 190 set is okay because it comes with the Zelda chess set and that's kind of cool. Uh, and there's a Mega Man one at 250 that comes with the helmet and the uh, the blaster arm. You know, so like these are just really expensive. And what pisses me off about this, they're all out of stock now. People bought them. Uh, they're all out of stock. That saddens me. And it just makes me really mad because what it means is is that I'm not allowed to just want the console. I have to want the console and then be okay with buying a bunch of other stuff that's not really related to it. It's tangentially related to it. This is stuff like, okay, a Breath of the Wild canvas. You know what game is not included in the Super <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment Console Entertainment System? Breath of the uh, Wild. Classic Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, that's right? really random. That's, I mean, that's, you know, it sounds like, this is what, from what I'm listening, sounds like they, like you said, took inventory and goes, what we still have a bunch of that we didn't sell. Right. What can we bundle this And these with? bundles are very similar to the NES Classic bundles and the, and the uh, Switch bundles. And, you know, it, it's really frustrating like that, that, that this is being handled this way because it's they are the ones controlling the stock now. It's not Nintendo that didn't, purchase, that didn't make enough inventory. This is GameStop coming out and saying, hey, we can make X number of more dollars if we bundle a few thousand of these or 10,000 of you, these with you know some other bullshit. That's the... That's the the mindset of today's day is bundle everything. Seriously, bundle everything. You don't know why? Because people who want it will pay the bundle. And the thing is, I've never, that. but I've never been in a situation where I went to buy something and the bundle was the only option and the bundle was a lot of money. Because like console bundles historically that come with games or controllers or other accessories usually a good deal. are cheaper. They're a usually. Good deal. Yeah. Unless it's GameStop's shit. And if you look at GameStop's bundles, they're usually a fortune. But um, but that's the truth though. If you go out to the Best Buy and you bought you know, the Call of Duty bundle of an Xbox or something, it was usually you were saving 10 or 15, 20 bucks right. on the bundle. I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me. Because I've also never ha- been able been able to walk in and not had the option to just pick up the base console. Right. So, of course, it's available on eBay for $300, $315. Third-party market. By itself. Bullshit. yeah. Because, and the other thing that pisses me off is bots. There's a bot going around. I'm drawing a blank on the name. It's $110. And apparently that's the bot everybody uses to go in and hit Target.com and buy 20 of these consoles at a time. Because they're not limiting the stock. You could go in and buy 20. Well, you know what? Look, if you're listening to this and you bought 20 and you're not honestly, legitimately handing them over to friends and family at retail price or cheaper, you're an asshole. I'm just saying it. Simple and said. Like, that's just that's just how I feel about it. You're the third party. Now, if you use the bot because you wanted to get your hands on it and you knew that scalpers were using bots too, I understand that. I'm not thrilled about it, but I respect it because you're just trying to play the game that they're playing and you wanted the console. That does not make me mad. Okay. But the idea that I'm up against somebody who has, you know, X number of this $110 bot to purchase the maximum inventory available at all of these different websites. And they don't even have to be awake to do it. They can run these on unattended computers on as many machines as they want. And that's why... I couldn't get one of these and why a bunch of other people on Twitter are using the hashtag Hey Nintendo to, to complain about things because the truth is this is not Nintendo's fault. This is the retailer's fault. The retailer should have had an X number, two, one. Can I ask you this? Where, um, when did, did Nintendo put these up on their individual no, site? No, Nintendo doesn't sell it directly. Why is that? They don't sell much directly. They really don't. They did the Switch. For, not from Nintendo.com. From the Nintendo store, they did. Are you sure about that? I absolutely am sure about that because I tried to go there and get it. So, like, Nintendo usually just puts links to the other retailers. And so they're actually not selling this directly at all. They just have links to Amazon and Best Buy and Target and all the other uh, all the other retailers and websites that sell this type of stuff. Maybe I am mistaken. So, Maybe I am. I, I'm just saying, like, to, to blame Nintendo. I know where they're going because this was the case with the NES. This was definitely the case with the NES. I mean, because the thing is, we don't know right now how many were sold. And I need that number because there are so many scalpers out there that honestly bought 20 of these consoles, two dozen of these consoles, to scalp on eBay. And they're already up there. These pre-orders for something that doesn't come out for over a month were up on eBay not even an hour after they were were available for pre-order, right? If there's enough of those out there, 
that scalpers got, yeah. then it's not a production problem. It's a retailer problem. It's the fact that you have all these bots out there that can control this world now. And when you have a collector's item like this, and let's be honest, it's a collector's item, okay? This is a nostalgia collector's thing, and I get that, and I'm a collector, and I respect that. And people taking advantage of that, I'm not cool with it. Scalping you know, professional football tickets and baseball tickets is illegal in most states, Okay, this is no different than that, except that you didn't even get the tickets. You had a little script that ran that you paid for that did it for you. Right. Right? You didn't even have the... So you're saying, like, those scalpers actually do real work? <laughs> well, right. That's what, exactly. You didn't have the effort in you to sit at the computer and click some buttons. You right. had to run a script to do it because you just it was too much work for you. Okay? And I don't have respect for you if you do that. I really don't. And you can try and yell at me all, all you want out there if that's one of, you, one of you that does that. But you need to justify it to me. Justify buying two dozen of these or even half a dozen of these to flip them on eBay for triple and quadruple the cost. So that, that's a double-edged sword because you also should get mad at the people for supporting them and paying that cost. I understand you I've want some, it. I've had some other people say that. No, no, I know, but it's just playing devil's advocate. I understand you want it and some collectors – not you particularly, are willing to pay whatever it takes. Like a Switch. I know a lot of people that Look, were willing to pay anything at that point. The thing is, is that everyone's going to have their own reason for it. And I'm not going to judge anybody who pays that money for it. Because who knows what the reason is? I don't know. I don't know their personal reason for doing that. They're being taken advantage of. That's the reality Absolutely. of the situation. And there are a lot of situations in our world outside of video games where people are taking advantage of on a regular basis because if they want something or need something, they don't have a choice. Okay? And for a lot of people, video games are an escape and nostalgia stuff like these old retro games are a big escape. And so some people need this type of stuff to escape from their real world where they want to share it with their kids who weren't around for the original stuff. There's a lot of reasons. And... You know, not all of these will be sold. A lot of these are going to be returned because they won't get the money that they wanted to get right. for these consoles. It happens on every console release. A bunch of them go to scalpers or employees, and then they get returned because nobody wants to spend three grand on a Nintendo Wii. And yes, there were some that were over $3,000 on eBay when the Wii first came out. Um, you know, and it's just for me, it's not a legitimate way to make money. It's right. Not. Right. And, uh, it's, and it shouldn't it, be. It is scalping, and scalping is illegal in a lot of states, and that's what it is. That's the definition of it. Do you think in the future, like traditional ticket scalping, that they will begin to regulate this? They're always talking about regulating the internet anyway. It, it, I mean, it gets to be difficult. But I, but I think it falls on the retailers. I, that's my point, yeah. right? Because if you had a limit where you couldn't buy more than one or two of these at a time, then the scripts would have to run multiple times on the websites and slow them down. See, that's the part that I don't understand either is... Because it's more work for food, the retailers. Food, food, even food industries... They limit to you on a special, like, you can't go to Chipotle on a special day, like burrito particular day, one per night, one per customer. What? But the difference is it's a website. So someone would have to target and Best Buy and Amazon and Walmart would have to pay coders to code that into the system per right. item. And that's expensive. So they've decided it's not worth their expense. And that... And they would rather take the sale. They'd rather, because they don't care. But they're going to get the returns, which is kind of... But they're going to be sold anyway. It's... it's Inflating your numbers, but they're going. We got the pre-orders, but we returned fifty percent of those. You didn't make that, but it depends on the item, right? These will be sold. The ones that are returned will be sold. Probably half of them to more scalpers, you know, who think they can do it again because the NES Classic is still up there. For so let me ask you this: um, Speaking of scalpers, so what about the person? So here's the thing: on the website, you can buy unlimited, but in person, you can only buy one, right? I think it depends so on what if the you, store. But. You went to a store mm -hmm. and there was someone, 50 people in front of you that bought 10 of them, the last stock. Would I know you'd obviously be upset with them, but doesn't but, that come well, down on the store again? again? It is the retailer. It is. Yeah. And that's why Target usually gives out vouchers for this type of stuff when it's in the store. But they limit it um, there. They do. I feel like because they, they don't have to there. pay. They don't have to pay coders on the website, right? That's the difference. They hand out tickets. That's and it's just a physical so, process. See, it's just one of those. things. That's why Toys R Us is doing it the way that they're doing it, right? No, they it's, want people. In the, they want bodies. It's, it's, it's cheaper. Though, <laughs> it is though, right? It is. it is. Toys R Us may not have the server capacity that Amazon and Best Buy have, right? They don't. GameStop's website was down. You know, so 
um, it's a big deal. And it's on the retailers and it's on the scalpers, right? Because everyone wants to point the blame, right? Everyone wants to do victim blaming. That's really what this is at the end of the day, right? Let's blame the consumer who was willing to spend the extra money to get the thing that they want. It's their fault that the scalpers are doing this. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. Okay, you can but, talk about but it is incentive. You can talk all all day long about something is is worth what people will pay for it. That's a factual statement. Okay, that doesn't make it ethical. It doesn't make it moral. Right. right. Okay, and it doesn't make it the consumer's fault that a scalper is doing this. It doesn't. So if that's what's making you feel better sleeping at night, scalpers out there, you're full of it. All right. Um, but you know, in it also is also on the retailers because the scalpers couldn't do this or couldn't do it as efficiently. If the retailer stepped in and did something, yes. um, obviously these scripts could run multiple times on multiple machines, but you can't do 20 in an order if the limit is two, right? Um, it's just like, you, you would think that would be a simple code change, pretty simple code change in the shopping cart, particularly uh, saying, cause, cause I've had to do that, unfortunately, in my company. It's really, but there's no, <laughs> you can there's, have an error message, but there's no such thing. There. There's no such thing as simple coding in production. It just doesn't I, exist. I, I, you know, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's programmers out there who are like, of course it's an easy change, but with all the red tape in a big corporate company like Target and Best Buy, with all the, who yeah. have their their IT and internal coders like probably on but, staff, but they're a cost center. So, so every hour that they spend working on something is an hour they can't right. be spending working on something else, updating whatever. The right, hell they want to and do. these are a limited item. This is only being produced through the end of 2017, starting January 1st. You know, there may not be any more of these ever again, right? You know, what's funny is you went, I know you're going to go the scalper direction, but you totally diverted back and I'm going to bring you back here and then we'll do our closing statements here. Um, For me, the, the issue with the bundle thing is um, it's market inflation. It's like, what we're going to do is we're going to create our own demand for all of our other products by using the demand and hype of one product. Like, and that, to me, is kind of a problem as well on top of the scalpers. So It, it is. It's a, it's a different problem, but it's a similar problem, right? And, and it's funny is, that the GameStop will not do it under their name. They'll do well, it under their name. They had different bundles. They had, their own, they had different bundles through GameStop. But what's interesting is they're basically doing their own scalping is really what it is. They say, we're going to take, I don't know, I'm making this number up, 10,000 units to bundle. That in itself is a way of scalping. Right, it would be like if you wanted yeah, to buy tickets. Them for themselves. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're from Kansas City, right? So if we wanted to buy tickets to a Chiefs game, that you want, you, you could only buy a Chiefs ticket with four hot dogs and four drinks and two parking passes is the only way that you could get a ticket, right? Like that's what that that's bullshit, you yeah. know. Or it would, even lamer than that because let's face it, we would eat the hot dog and the drinks, right? But it's more of. In order to get these two tickets, you also have to buy a flag and a foam finger and a towel. <laughs> Basically. And, <laughs> you know, and that's pretty good. A, yeah. uh, a, a, an Andy Reid pen. You know, like <laughs> a bunch of crap that you don't really want, right? Because uh, it's not useful stuff. At least, like, the GameStop's bundles, you know, didn't even really have useful stuff. It comes with controllers. It comes with two controllers. What do I want They've another never been, controller It's always for? been really random stuff. Like, you get this... You know, this I mean, book about uh, how what, Zelda was, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that that's the kind of stuff they bundle. It's its frustrating, and, uh, you know, it, it's disappointing. I really, I, I wasn't into the NES Classic. There just wasn't a game that grabbed me. But I really wanted this one, and I was really looking forward to it. And it's disappointing that a bunch of people out there just wanted to ruin it for everybody. And that's the truth. That's thats the honest truth. If you, if you use the bot... For anything other than getting yourself one or your friend one, if you did it to flip it on eBay before it was even shipped, you were just trying to ruin the fun for everybody. You were trying to ruin somebody's day. Or in, your, in the case where somebody bought half a dozen or two dozen, ruin a lot of people's days. It's just kind of – it's just like you – if that's your means of making money, that's ridiculous. Like – I want you to get a real job, and I want you to grow up. <laughs> it, it's disappointing, you know, is really what it is. It, it disappoints me that the gaming community is still like that. That there, and it's not even the gaming community. I'm sure it's a lot the of consumer people, market. It's the consumer market. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to blame the wrong people here because I'm sure a lot of these people don't even play games who did this type of stuff because they just wanted to make the money off. They know it. there's a there's yeah. a demand for it. So look, this this console was eighty bucks uh, with tax. Call it ninety. Right. If you see it for sale for more than 90 plus shipping, somebody's trying to rip you off. 
And um, I hope you don't support that because I, I don't want to support it myself. Um, but look, if you have a different opinion, if you're a scalper out there and I hurt your feelings and I pissed you off, come shout at us. Come do it. Let's do it. Let's talk. Actually, you can actually leave us a review, and we're going to give you a game. <laughs> well, maybe. maybe. It's a contest. <laughs> That's a joke, but w- the contest is what, Derek? So, yes. We tell them every time. Go to go to iTunes. You can find uh, the, the direct link to our iTunes uh, at heroespodcast.com. It's on the side. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. It does not have to be five stars. When we get to ten reviews of any number, uh, of any uh, rating quality, that is, just ten reviews... We will randomly select one of you, and I promise it'll be random. I'll even do a video of it um, to get a free video game. What that game is, you will. The winner will help us decide. You'll help us decide the platform and the game because we actually want it to be legit. We want this to be something you're looking forward to playing. No, it's not going to be an SNES classic. It's got to be a game that's available for us to purchase. It's incentive, you know. We want to thank you for listening. Yes, tuning we, in with us, and, and not just that. We, we want you to interact with us. We want you to review us because if you like us, hey, that always feels good, right? But if you don't, we want to know why. Like legitimately, if you yeah. leave us a low review, please tell us why so we can make it better. Um, you can hit us up at Heroes Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Contact at heroespodcast.com if you want to have a longer conversation. We would love that. And, uh, you know, chat with us. We're, we're around. Shoot us a message on Facebook and we will respond. Uh, not sure what we're going to talk about next week. We'll just have to wait and see. So we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for see tuning in. See you later, guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.